All right, folks, glad to be with you. Here we go, Sportsbook Radio. We love coming out to Sunset Station. Holiday weekend doesn't get better than that. Going to be a lot of fun, a lot of ponies. We got a lot of great sports with the soccer over the weekend. We got hockey over the weekend. We've got, well, some hoops over the weekend because one team is sitting back and relaxing. Glad to be with you, Brian Blessing. Always reminding you about the STN mobile app. Coming to you from the STN Sports Studios at Sunset Station. Stevie Slapshot's hanging back in the KSHP studios. Hello, my good friend. We've made it to, it's pretty scary, isn't it? I mean, July. We get the holiday weekend, but I mean, think about it. July, that means NFL training camps are coming fast, kiddo. Yeah, I know. I Who, who are the teams? I, 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 read them, I think it was uh, Dallas and Jacksonville, I know, because Urban Meyer was mentioned. Uh, already uh, shuffling off some money to the NFL offices over uh, OTA infractions. So, so the season's underway, Brian. Teams are already sending checks uh, to New York. Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer right out of the gate, man, not necessarily endearing himself to the owner right in the check, but clearly Urban Meyer doing contact in OTAs trying to get a culture going there. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, well, it's not surprising. I mean, that, that, that's what he built at uh, the college programs that he was at. Not, not surprising. I, 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 do you th- is there any possibility he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to do that, or did he think he could get away with it? Mm. Is it because he? Because again, his, his all you know, he's never coached in the NFL before. It's all been college, so he got to do whatever he wanted to do in college, right? I think. I think he probably was pushing the envelope. Okay. I mean, they've got to be pretty well versed on the what's been collectively bargained, wouldn't you think? Well, I'm sure there's you know a guy in the office in Jacksonville who's supposed to know all that and let the coach know what he can and can't do. The, the question is, you know, how's the league find out? Did you know some players rat him out? Like, what's going on in here? We're throwing elbows in there. We're supposed to be jogging around in shorts. Yeah, that's very possible. It's very possible that one of the, one of well, the Well, you never were. know, right, Steve? I mean, we saw Saban's act, how that didn't play in the NFL, and there's no denying Urban Meyer's a great football coach, you know, but how that translates to dealing with guys with a lot of zeros on the back end of a weekly paycheck, it's a different animal. It is completely a different animal. What, how, how do – why is it some guys from college, you know, with Jimmy Johnson – they come in and have success, and and other guys who were really really good in college come into the NFL and and just can't get it done or an unmitigated disaster. Well, isn't that the grand mystery? I mean, take it to hockey. Why do so many guys flounder, and then the second time around figure it out? I mean, I mean, listen, the coaching quandary. Do you have to go any further than? Bill Belichick, I mean, great coordinator with Parcells, dials up a Super Bowl-winning defense there, gets his kick at it with the Browns. In Cleveland, they don't talk very fondly of him at all. Then you have the Jets nonsense. But all of a sudden, he lands in New England, and all of a sudden he's, you know, Vince Lombardi's nephew. Yeah. I I, I just – I wonder sometimes if if guys – there are guys who learn and guys who don't learn. So yeah, so no, that's good. It's so, a point. So so Belichick learned what he did wrong in Cleveland, and then goes to New England, and having learned from those mistakes, does it right in New England. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, not how we ended up on Belichick, which is perfect, a perfectly fine topic. But you think about who he is and what's worked for him. He comes from the Parcells tree, and Parcells was just brutally hard on his players. I mean, it's so well documented. Phil Sims is the quarterback of the team. He was harder on him than anybody, and the players like, oh, my God, if he's doing that to Phil Sims, what's he going to do to us? And that worked. Belichick learned that. Now, someone from Cleveland probably would be better versed to give you the answer. Did Belichick go in with that taskmaster uh, style to Cleveland or was he it didn't work or was he maybe a softer around the edges 
And then the second time around when he got to New England, he reverted to the Parcells tree, or he just was like that where he put his foot down the whole nine yards. Uh, It just happened to work the second time around. But also, Stevie, let's cut to the chase. Doesn't hurt when Tom Brady falls in your lap. Well, I'm just going to say, so I I think guys generally are who they are, right, and and, and what they've learned. So – to me, it, it would make more sense if he go if he goes to Cleveland, and and he's tough on the quarterback, and that particular quarterback doesn't respond to that type of treatment. But then he but then when he gets to New England, he he's tough on Brady, and Brady says, "Okay, I better get my butt in." I think I think you know Brady for all his talent, and whatever that that he you know as hard as Parcells probably or I'm sorry Belichick probably was on him. That, that he responded to that. Tom Brady works his butt off. That's part of the reason he's so good. You know, I mean, it's a cool topic with the coaches, what works, what doesn't, what's a gimmick, what's not a gimmick. It's pretty, it's very early on in his career. But a guy like Cliff Kingsbury goes to Arizona, and it helps you've got Murray to kind of run the offense he wants to employ, and the question is, is that going to work at the pro level? I mean, wouldn't you say he's doing a pretty decent job? I, I think I think he's been fine. People in Arizona be happy with that. Whether it's got legs and staying power remains to be seen. But there could have been guys walked in and tried that nonsense, and it could have just driven right off a cliff. Yeah. I, I am surprised with how well it's worked so far. I'm, I'm not a fan of 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 that you know so much high flying offense in the NFL I think in the regular season you can probably you know amass some wins and do well I, that doesn't work in the playoffs in my opinion you've got in the playoffs man it's defense and a running game uh, e- even today and now now you know there's still a lot of aerial circus uh, that's employed in the playoffs and, and can work but but in particular you've got to have a defense you've got to be able to stop the other side because all the teams in the playoffs are really really good. I like I don't see a Mike Leach, you know, ever going to the NFL and and, and making that stuff work. Uh, Glanville, I know it got to the playoffs in Atlanta, but you know his teams never felt threatening uh, to a Super Bowl title to me. I I think ultimately that stuff doesn't work, but you know we'll see. Uh, again, you're right, Kingsbury. He's done better than I thought he would have done so far. So Milwaukee gets the win over Atlanta. Holds serve at home, Steve. Saturday night goes back to Atlanta, and you know remains to be seen whether there'll be a seventh game. But full disclosure: Monday's the holiday. I believe you know we're going to be re-airing this on Monday. So full disclosure: <laughs> if you're listening Monday, go one of these knuckleheads <laughs> talking about. Um, but Milwaukee gets it done on home court, but clearly on the injury front, injury so big. Giannis no go, obviously for the Bucks. But the young thing, clearly, Steve, I think that's worse than we thought it was if he can't go at all. Well, it, because Milwaukee, I think, has more secondary options than does Atlanta. And, and we saw that. I, I believe Lopez had 33 uh, last night. And, uh, and Middleton is a guy that, that can light it up. He's not consistent, but he, but he can put up points. Uh, Holiday contributed last night as well. I just, I just think there's more secondary options with Milwaukee than there is with Atlanta, and I think that was the difference last night. And, and both guys are going to be game-time decisions. So um, if, again, um, perhaps we don't see them, uh, I would shade toward Milwaukee. Well, it was an impressive performance on their home court. Now we sit here and get it back to the change of venue. Atlanta, a two-point favorite, 216, we'll call the consensus total on the game. Listen, I mean, they're playing with house money. I think Lou Williams is a different animal at home, I think, but obviously I can't, I never, I can't shake that big comeback that Atlanta had that was uh, at Philadelphia when Lou Williams went nuts, but Maybe Young can find a way to tough it out, and, and or they run with it and say somehow. Could you envision this scenario that you know somehow they find a way, and they're able to force a game seven, and then wouldn't that be something if with the extra rest, Young's able to go on Monday, and there's Milwaukee shorthanded. So. It's just a matter of holding serve at home for Atlanta, but I don't know that I'd write him off just yet. Oh, I don't think he. Well, 
But in both the NHL and the NBA playoffs, Brian, it has been proven this year, uh, um, notwithstanding any other years, but it just it, you can't write anybody off in the playoffs, in my mind. Montreal is in the finals in the NHL. The Clippers got a lot farther than I thought they would get in the NBA. I'm not writing anybody off ever. I just uh, I. But as far as this next game goes, I, I don't. I'm, I I tend to look at dogs. I I don't. I don't like the dog here. I I think I like the under. And I know that the game last night was a was a high scorer. I think I like the under here in the in the next game. I wonder, and we'll ask uh, Chuck when he swings by. Chuck Esposito, our good friend here at Sunset Station. I'm wondering how significant the inflation will be on the series price. A Phoenix has looked great. Only you know, stubbed their toe a couple of games against the Clippers, but I mean they've been kind of a revelation. And now Paul's back from COVID, and and now he's. Even, you know, the odd dynamic there, Stevie, is being off the shelf. And he may be even fresher for the final in an odd way that that, that could actually work in their benefit. And we saw him with 41 points in the closeout game. But everything points to Phoenix. Milwaukee's going to be banged up or Atlanta's going to be banged up. And you wonder how inflated that series price will be for the NBA final. Yeah, I'm with you, Brian. I, it, it it looks good for Phoenix at this point. They're they're getting rest. Um, Paul can you know that that shoulder that shoulder can get to feeling a little bit better. Aiton's been a monster for the Suns, and and you're right. Whoever wins this, uh, Milwaukee or Atlanta, uh, they're going to come in with some aches and pains. Hey, by the way, Dave Shane's going to be swinging by for Vegas Hockey Hotline out at Sunset Station uh, the holiday weekend. We're excited about that. It's always a fun hockey chat, and you never know who'll pop in, although I had a pretty good idea this guy was going to. It is good to see you, man. You had your a little vacation. You look fresh as a daisy. It's uh, good to be here, B. Chuck Esposito's in the house. It's his house. He should be. It's, uh, it's good to be here with you guys. Uh, it's been kind of a little busy stretch since I came back. It's always uh, good to get out of town a little bit, but it's uh, it's awesome to be back and a lot of cool stuff going on in both race and sports and uh, just hammering at it. All right, so you kind of jumped in here on that topic, and I'm not, I'm not asking you for the number. I mean, you got an idea if you've had discussions already. But either way, Phoenix has been great. Phoenix is fresh. They'll have rest. And either Milwaukee or Atlanta have injury concerns, that series price has to just go like a whammo ball now, what you're thinking. Yeah, I think the, the whole NBA playoffs really be, I mean, when you think about it, guys, from um, you know Anthony Davis being hurt, uh, even going before that, we, we talked about the Nets and how strong they looked in the Eastern Conference and how good they were when all three played and how it dropped with two and how it dropped with one. And the main reason that they're not playing right now is because of the injuries to the big three. Um, then Anthony Davis, then you had Leonard, and you've got Young and um, and Giannis. I mean, it has been a a big name injury bug um, that has hit the NBA in the postseason, and it definitely will impact the finals because there's no question right now that the Suns are going to be rested and the healthiest of any of the teams that'll be playing for the NBA championship. Talk, if you would, like from your side of the counter's perspective. You just rattled them off, and I'm sure we're going to leave leave some on the floor. But you started up, okay, 80s out. You're dealing with that throughout that series. Then you get the Kawhi Leonard thing. Then you got Brooklyn. You know, first it's Harden. Then it's Irving. So now you know, Durant's out there fighting on his own. Then the Clippers thing, Leonard goes down. Paul George takes him as far as he can, kind of by himself. Then you get Giannis. Then you get Trey Young. We're not talking about, hey, oh, a starter. We're talking about the star on most of these teams. How did How did you guys... With future liabilities and all the things and in-game wagering, adjusting the numbers, how hard is it to keep you, you keep yourself collectively stations valley-wide in a good spot? I know you hang numbers and you get market numbers and you're trying to generate two-way action, 
but your head's got to be on a swivel dealing with all that stuff. It is, and when you, when you say the stars on their team, B, it's not only the stars on their team. You are talking about guys that would rank in the top ten in the entire league. So, I mean, it is definitely impactful. I think, like everybody else, we're in an information era right now. We're monitoring everything that we possibly can, just like the guests on the other side of the counter are. We're looking for trends. All of a sudden, if you start seeing an influx of money coming in on one side or the other, it's you know, is there some information? Information out there. What do we have to do? We hate not being able to to put a game up. As soon as the game was over last night, we wanted to put up the next Bucks Hawks game, but we we had to hold off a little bit until maybe you get some clarity. and And we want to be able to be as aggressive as we can uh, for the guests. But it, it has definitely been tough. I mean, we've experienced it with the NBA the last several years with maintenance days or a day off. Uh, but when you're talking about the postseason, when these guys would be playing, you've seen totals adjusted. You've seen lines flip from favorite to favorite with guys being out. Uh, so it's not an easy task from our side of the counter either. And then the thing is, you compound it with Young's injury. But I mean, the guys we're talking about, as you alluded to, yeah, I mean, you lose a guard or you lose a four, but you're losing power brokers in the league. And you see, for argument's sake, Atlanta at the beginning, uh, Milwaukee, excuse me, at the beginning of the series, when they're home, eight, eight and a half point favorites. Now you got a Giannis out number, and that thing comes way down, comes down all the way to two. But then you throw the young thing, and there were all the gray areas in there. And, you know, you're sitting there, Milwaukee ended up closing four and a half. I mean, these are significant adjustments that you they're have huge. to make. Yeah, they're huge, B. I think a, a lot of it is the the guest or the public's perception. It's the, the over-adjustment of having a star out um, and seeing the way these numbers move. It's partially where they stand in the series. It's the zigzag theory. I mean, huh. there are so many things that you're kind of looking at and massaging and tweaking, and then you have to take into consideration that these guys aren't going to be playing and what's the impact of the team. And, um, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, ultimately what, what happens right now, if uh, who's going to be in or, or out. But the Suns are well-rested. They've got a lot of young talent. Um, you know, I heard Stevie talking about it. I mean, the way Book has played and what Chris Paul has meant to that team. And you look at the Suns, who went undefeated in the bubble last year, haven't won a championship. I think it, you can compare them to what the it's been for Montreal and the NHL, that uh, this is a franchise that is primed right now to be really well-rested in good shape, depending on the injuries to, uh, to Atlanta and Milwaukee. I don't think I'm putting you on the spot on this, but I'm curious – it's just a, it's an odd odds making thing, but in game wagering, where there's a human feel to everything, but a lot of the stuff is automated and it's algorithms and it's numbers. Right. Very true. But when you sit there and say, "Oh, I've I've had this sample size, or this guy's in, that that guy's out," when you've got so many question marks with Young on one side. Giannis on the other, those algorithms, you wonder if they're they're not skewed. It's not a normal thing. There are such mitigating factors that no matter how you cut this in convenience and technology and all these things, it it still comes down to you've got to have a human flair to this. And, And there's a human touch and opinions that anticipate what the betting public may do. Am I... Yeah, you're absolutely, you're, you're absolutely right, B. When you look at a game like, like last night and you see a, a very low point spread in the game, per se, then you see Milwaukee get up to a 20-point lead, uh, and, then it, and then Atlanta closes a little bit before the half, before ultimately Milwaukee blows them out. You have to look at that. I mean, the game line was such, you, you, you think that there's going to be a gap that is closed at some point, mm-hmm. just because it's the NBA, and what do we say? The same thing everybody else says. Everybody makes a run. You anticipate that happening. You, you saw Atlanta come back. And I think it was in it was a game two or three when they were way down and they came back and won that game. Um, it didn't happen last night, but but you're counting on a Lou Williams to do it, not right, Trey right, Young. Exactly. But you're talking about Lou Williams to do it against a team without Giannis. So yes. you, you, you look at all those factors, and, and ultimately, you know, you can control what you can control, but there, there is outlying factors in there as far as the algorithms go and kind of the math involved in it that, that dictates what those in-play numbers will be. I should have left well enough alone. Ended up was right on the front end during the game. 
I had a feeling maybe Atlanta could come back at him, so that didn't work. But I thought, and we talked about this yesterday, Stevie. I thought Atlanta would make a run, too, guys, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I took a shot with them in-game down, you know, getting eight and a half at halftime. Okay. But the over, Stevie, we talked about yesterday, and it was more just closing your eyes and watches going, oh, my God, Giannis is out. Well, wait a minute. That means Giannis isn't in the middle. That means Atlanta's going to be able to get some penetration and get and some points. he can't miss free throws. And he can't miss free throws. <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, it's funny, though. You, just because the star was out, but it, the betting was on the under. I was going to say that. We took a considerable – we were rooting for it to go over yesterday, both in the, the first half and the game. And, you know, you, you saw a considerable amount of action come in on the under. And it was, you know, even at like the five-minute mark of the game, I'm like – this is going over. Uh, yeah. At the three-minute mark, I was like, "You got Harry." You know, and then, I, I was and really then the backups came in. The backups came in. I'm minutes. like, seriously? You know. And then it went yeah. flying over. But yeah. but I mean, it, it looked really in question at about the you know the four and a half minute mark after what I thought midway like 7:51. I remember looking at the time at 7:51. I'm like, oh, we need 16 points. It, it's, oh, when halftime it was on pace to go over by right, thirty. Right, and, and you know, and it went over by by a lot anyway. But yeah. but yeah, it, it was a little bit. You got a little bit, as you could say, hairy there. Um, you know, in the last couple of minutes when they started uh, taking the starters. Well, out. that's why they play the game. I mean, honestly, um, I know you had a meeting. The you said the soccer game, Switzerland did it again uh, against Spain, and it goes to penalty kicks. And right out of the gate, the guy from Spain hits the post, and you're like, look at this. Spain, uh, Switzerland takes out France, and they, they had Spain on the ropes. The goalies in, in the penalty kicks were coming up with, say, Spain Spain advances. But, I mean, guys misfiring it over the crossbar, hitting posts, and goalies making it. You can't control that. You don't you don't see that in no, penalty kicks. You don't. I, I think what's been so great with Euro Cup, too, and – um, is that the fan base and, and the betters are so passionate. Oh, the book, you I mean, should have heard the noise. Right. I mean, and you think about now the games are a little bit later as they've moved on, but you talk about early on, guys, when games were starting, you know, at, at 6 a.m. our time, before the book actually even opened, having the TV set and having these games on for them. I mean, they were loud and boisterous, and I think it goes back to just the passion of what that's brought, of what that sport draws, not locally but internationally, and that's what you had in the room, and and they're backing it with their dollars and they're hooting and hollering, and it is just a fun crowd to watch. I said this, I believe, while you were away, and I always say, World Cup, Concacaf Gold Cup, and it was always it used to be just World Cup, and then this thing. I think in. it's World Cup, and then it's it's EC right behind it. Yeah, but 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 my point is for me personally, every four years. And I'd get into it, and i start watching and actually do okay. And there's some nice plus prices. Yep, with absolutely. The three. And I, I really enjoy it. And then I'll follow the U.S. in the CONCACAF thing. And then there's World Cup qualifying and things of that nature. And sometimes it just comes down to how much time do you have? Well, Sundays, right? We do our football watch parties in Club Madrid. Well, the, the Premier League, right? Those games on Sunday morning. Yep. And it's like, how many hours in the day do you have? But I'm telling you, I've really enjoyed this to the point where I'm, you know, I'm going to try to find the time, I think, to at least get into it a little bit and not just completely ignore the Premier League because I think once you follow it and have a working knowledge of it, and I that's the key. I, think I fully that, didn't, right. but if I can invest the time and find the way to do the homework, it's a it's a great product from a wagering perspective with the three way lines. You can get alternate totals, all kinds of stuff. There, there's so many different ways. I, I think, you know, we, if you go back even a few years, we've expanded the overall soccer menu to crazy this now. I mean, so many different leagues and props we're putting up on the board. But just getting back to, to EC, I mean, the the handle, B, um, uh, it's just been off the charts. I mean, we have written some some big numbers on these games. And it's just uh, the atmosphere, the hype, the crowd, the passion. Um, it really has been fun. And again, having these games start early in the day really kind of made the whole day um, a sporting event. And it's such a great time to have the mobile app because of early start times for this. Late start times and other 
sports, postseason going on, the Olympics around the corner, the match coming up in golf uh, on Tuesday the 6th, the big UFC fight on the 10th. There's mm-hmm. so many things going on right now that, you know, we love it when all the guests come out and enjoy everything we have to offer and have fun. But if you can't for any reason, it's such a great time to get signed up for STN Sports because it really does bring the sports book to the palm of your hand. Let me ask you one more. We'll take a timeout. But educate me on the three-way betting indexes for soccer, just on on your side of the counter. For the most part, you've got plus prices because the beauty of it is you have regulation time, <laughs> so you get right. the you get the. Right. I mean, actually, there's more. There's there's some there's a full penalty, full yep, game yep. component, but there's ninety minutes where. My, you, it's 90 minutes plus that injury time. Right, but many of those plus prices are to win the game. Yep. The result is in 90 yep. minutes. So a game could go to penalty kicks, and you could be sitting there, and everything's a winner. But because there are numerous juicy plus prices, draw either side can be a big plus price. Generally speaking, as long as the handle's really good and it, it's all over, it, or do you find yourself, I guess, I'm asking this. We do find out. ourselves rooting for certain things. I was going to Absolutely. say, how, yep. how big can the decisions yeah, no, be? They're good-sized decisions, I think, as I alluded to earlier. The the handle's been um, tremendous on it. Um, I would, you know, in, in in many cases, it's bigger than some of the baseball games that day, um, depending on the matchup, that you're actually having a, a huge win-loss number early in the day that's kind of carrying over. I know there was two instances where, you know, we, we got clobbered early in the morning and, and we're stuck a big number, and then... The next day, we, we did really well and then, you know, kind of carried that on. We've got Wimbledon up, you know, in play on all the Wimbledon going on. So there are so many things right now on the board, guys, uh, you know, to kind of look at and take to the next level. And I think the match, too, I think the golf match with DeChambeau and, and Rogers against uh, Mickelson and Brady, I think it's going to be great. I think, you know, we've already seen a, a big early handle on that. And, you know, DeChambeau now, no caddy, um, you know, you know yeah. What, what, oh, yeah. what happens there. Um, just a, a lot of intrigue. But it, it's been fun for us, I think, to – to take the the menu that we had and and pre-COVID start to expand it and then afterward take it to kind of the next level. Um, And we're seeing the guests really appreciate it as well. And I very, this time around, I may be putting you on the spot. You brought it up. The match, do you believe, I know they'll have you know, props. We're putting props. How up. many birdies? Who will lead after the first three? Who will lead after the, the next, the, you know, the first well, six? Do you believe there'd be, this is the on-the-spot part. I don't know if you know that. Will there be an in-play component to it? I know that I'm, I'm putting on the spot. I'm not 100% sure. I, I think we're looking at, at doing something with that. It's uh, possible. Either in progress or in play. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, the whole in-play component has become such a big part of everything we offer now. We're, we're doing it, uh, you know, for the uh, UFC fights on the 10th with Poirier and, and, and McGregor will have an, uh, an in-play um, component for that. So, yes. Uh, but these are tough because they're exhibitions. Yeah, they want to win. You know, it's for charity. But you know what I mean? Uh, Brady's already showing off his Super Bowl customized, <laughs> you know, golf balls. So, I mean, it's uh, – no, I mean, uh, you know, there's definitely been some trash talk yeah. between Brady and Rodgers a little bit in fun. Um, so we generated a lot of handle on the last one, you know, with, with Manning and, and, and Brady and I think it was Mickelson and Woods. So uh, this has been a tremendous early uh, handle. It drew a lot of media attention. We put it up. I mean, it was crazy the, the amount of media attention it drew. You could – I'll give you one. Over, under, how many times Brooks Kepka will be mentioned? <laughs> or, or yes. I wish we could put that up. Or, yes, no. Will Kepka tweet in and comment on the match? I'd say yes. I'd but, say, you know, absolutely. But I, All unfortunately, right. we can't put it up. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're out at Sunset Station, DST and mobile app. One more time, Chuck. Just I mean, you look at all the offerings that are there, the sign-up bonus, all the cool things. But you know what? You get in. We did the hockey watch parties, but which were, by the way, um, the Golden Knights go south. We'll, we'll get your take on that in the next segment. But the response for a special promotion that was being run wrapped around the hockey games with drawings, people are like, well, yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm getting the app, but I'm involved in these drawings. It was a great idea, but it's convenient. It's uh, the in-game aspect of it. You don't get in lines. You could be sitting home, forget that a game's about to right. start, and a game's about to start. Go, 
Oh, hey, wait a minute. Bam, I'm in. Or you could miss the start and jump on in play. Hello. So there is, a, there is a lot of ways. And I think our watch parties really quick were tremendous. We gave away for new STN mobile signups. I think it was a, a Reeves jersey, um, a stick puck. Uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm sorry, a stone stick. And yeah. I can't remember the, the puck. Was it Riley Smith, maybe? Uh, I think it was Tuck. It was Alex Tuck, Tuck But you know, you know what? Scott from Power Play Sports, we gave away all of the regular drawings. We the one night we gave away three Braden McNabb autograph books. Right, there was a lot Great of prizes. a lot of cool stuff. The guests loved it, and you know, thank you again for coming out, guys. The reason we can do it is because of your support. But one more thing, I just want to say really quickly: it's Station Casino's 45th anniversary. It's our birthday. You were showing so, the fireworks. So off, happy at Palace Station last night. So happy birthday, Station Casinos! Uh, uh, I can't tell you how much I enjoy being part of the team and the family, and and look forward to you know years to come. But uh, happy birthday again! It's been it's been a lot of fun. 45 years. It's scary, isn't it? Bingo Palace, you know? Is that right? Yep. When I first came out here... I mean, I, very... I'm not one of the 45-year tenured employees. No, no, no I get that. But it's funny. Of, of Among the things that we would do when we came out here, and it changed over time. One was... Remember the old Rio Seafood Buffet? Yeah. Do you remember that thing? It was awesome. I mean, and you know, but it was awesome. But when we first came out, you went over to the seafood joint at Palace Station for those pan roasts, and that was like we're going to awesome. we're going for dinner. We're going over to Palace Station it's to the awesome. seafood joint, for, and they were shooting the fireworks off there. Yeah, it's awesome. All good stuff, man. All, All right, a lot of a lot of good stuff going on for our birthday celebration as well. Well, congratulations and happy birthday! All right, we're gonna take a time out. It is Sportsbook Radio. We're glad to be with you, and don't forget, it is a Friday. So our friends over at uh, John Smith Subs, all the six-inch subs are only 5 bucks all day, but they've got the promotion now. After 6 p.m., the six-inch subs, only 5 bucks at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. All right, we're coming back to Sunset Station. Keep it right here. Uh, AM 1400 KSHP, Brian Blessing, Chuck Esposito, Stevie Slapshot on a holiday weekend on Sportsbook Radio. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and up to a $100 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Complete details available at all sportsbooks. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. We know. Life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles. Get Terribles to you. What a combo. Steaks, barbecues, libations, and sports. It all comes together at Saltgrass Steakhouse in the Golden Nugget. Savory charbroiled flavors for steaks, chicken, and seafood are the name of the game at Saltgrass Steakhouse. And speaking of games, they're all on TV. 23 TVs throughout the property. Six bar tops, an incredible variety of cocktails, and the charbroiled menu of perfection and all the games on TV that you can bet on in the book or on the Golden Nugget Sports app. It's a winning combo at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Oasis Bar and Grill at 4955 South Decatur near the corner of Trop has been totally renovated. It features incredible food with a kitchen that's open 24-7. Gaming promotions every month. There are cashback drawings for loyal players. The banquet room is spacious and a great venue for any type of function. Sports fans won't miss any of the action with HDTVs throughout the property. Oasis is a great place to meet and make new friends. The staff is fun and engaging. 
Get in on the fun with great food, great drink, and gaming promotions at Oasis Bar and Grill, 4955 South Decatur. It's a jaw-dropping experience every time you walk into the Superbook at the Westgate. When it comes to watching the big game, there's no better viewing experience in Las Vegas than the massive screens in the Superbook. The Superbook Sports app features an incredible array of offerings, and it's not just about the game. Jake Cornegay's odds-making team posts numerous props and indexes for major sporting events. The Superbook is an industry leader, offering fair odds and props. Make sure you're not on the sidelines and sign up for the Superbook mobile app today. Hi, this is Gordy Brown, inviting you all to come and see my show, Blasting Impressions, in the Golden Nugget Showroom, Thursday and Saturday nights, 7.30 p.m., Tickets are available online at Ticketmaster.com. So come on down and let's have fun. I look forward to seeing you there. Hi, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. Something you probably don't know about me is that I grew up playing hockey. I love the game because it taught me that you have to be aggressive and dedicated to win. And of course, winning is everything. The same goes for representing my clients in their personal injury cases. I work hard to get you the maximum settlement as quickly as possible. If you've been injured in an accident, ask attorney Adam Kuttner, 702-382. That's 382 The brand new Golden Circle Sports Book and Sports Bar is up and running, and it's a big hit. Spacious seating featuring great food and drink. It's bigger and better than ever. Beer, bets, and bites. Large TVs display every major sporting event, and now the Golden Circle Sports Bar is adjacent to the beautiful new sports book at TI. Don't forget, easy access in and out of the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. And parking is always free at Treasure Island. Experience the thrill of the grill. John Smith Subs is home of the famous Steak Bomb and other premium deli subs with grilled-to-order marinated sirloin steak, grilled chicken, farm-fresh veggies, and delicious bread baked daily. Our subs are making a name for themselves with quality and flavor. Add an order of piping hot french fries and you have a meal you can't get anyplace else. Experience the thrill of the grill at John Smith Subs. Visit johnsmithsubs.com to find a location near you. Membership has its privileges, and Spanish Trail Country Club offers an experience unlike any other in Las Vegas as the only private 27-hole championship course. The 50,000-square-foot clubhouse and its amenities include casual and fine dining, 12 tennis courts, two aquatic centers, state-of-the-art fitness facility, and much more. Whether you enjoy golf, tennis, or are a social enthusiast, Spanish Trail Country Club has a membership package to suit your individual style. Call Jim at 702-678-1023 and find out how you can become a member today. That's 678-1023. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and up to a $100 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Complete details available at all sportsbooks. Stevie, really, really laid it on thick today. Well, <laughs> real thick. Thanks, well, we, buddy. we got a certain someone back on the ice, Chuck. Uh, number nineteen. Yeah, I, I'm ecstatic. I know. You know, he's my son's favorite player, and you know, uh, it looks like uh, you know he did have some serious health problems, and just glad that you know he he sent a video back on the ice and looks to be you know in, healthy and in good shape, and hope that's the case. And um, I think it's a huge benefit for the Hawks. I mean, not just what he brings them on the ice, but what he brings them in the locker room. Um, there's a reason that uh, the third letter letter in the alphabet is on his sweater. And, you know, I, I think he was sorely missed by, by that team. And I think for the league as a whole, having a three-time Stanley Cup winner, the, the captain of a historic franchise, and, and better known as Captain Sirius, uh, you know, back on the ice for this season. And I'm, I want to say this in a way that's really complimentary, how big it is. It's not as big as, but it's every bit as cool. If you remember Mario Lemieux. Right. Yep. When yeah, it was it the, the Hodgkins he had, yep. and first of all, you're like, oh my God, you hope the guy's going to be okay, and then he's able to come back. The Jonathan Dave's thing, 
in Chicago. I mean, you know, he's hoisting cups, and he's a very large reason that happened. But we lose sight of these guys. They're just like, you know, athletes, but they're people. And I remember when this thing went down last year, you and I would talk off the air. And like, like, gee, I mean, man, I hope this guy's okay. It wasn't like, it was not about hockey. It was a, is he okay? I, I think that was the scary piece, guys, is that, you know, unfortunately, you know, rumors get started and there, there's so much chatter and, um, you know, uh, people are, are playing the part of a doctor and, and guessing what could possibly be wrong. And I think it, it went back to the fact that there was just no real comment from, from Jonathan Taze or the Blackhawks Teammates, organization. anybody. Right. So, I mean, no one knew for sure. And you heard so many rumblings. Um, it's just really good that, you know, hopefully he's, uh, he's, he's okay now and he's going to be back. And, and for a young Hawks team that went from, you know, I think it was the, uh, the, the fourth oldest team to the third youngest team uh, in the matter of basically a season and a half, uh, having somebody like that who especially c- can win in the dot, um, which they sorely need, and can provide that veteran leadership both on and off the ice, I think is, is, is huge. And uh, uh, I'm happy he's back. I know my son is so excited um, that, that he's back, and I think I can speak for all Blackhawk fans that we're glad he's okay, number one, and looking forward to the upcoming season with number 19 on the ice. This would be an interesting phone call if I get it or a text from your son, and this is a you and me thing, but the big story once we get by handing out the cup here, you got Seattle coming in, but the big trades that are going to commence and the big fish that's out there, and Buffalo's got Eichel, and his name's being bandied about. Vegas has been mentioned. Anaheim, L.A. kind of make the most sense. Maybe L.A. has the most pieces to offer. Columbus was in, now they're on the fence. Rangers were in, then they were out. But the Blackhawks have surfaced as part of that discussion. I know, as a Sabres fan, what I want, and they've got to get back. They don't need to trade Jack Eichel, and they can't lose sight of that. And you can't sell the guy for pennies on the dollar. But there are legitimate concerns with his neck and the whole nine yards. But if you're if you're a Blackhawk fan, and he was going to fall in your lap. You know, what, what are you thinking they, the Blackhawks would give up? Obviously, Doc would be the starting Doc's point. The, Doc's the key. I mean, you know, you, you, you had heard um, DeBrinket's name mentioned at first, but there, I don't think there's any way that they would give up DeBrinket. Um, you hate to give up Doc, um, but, I mean, Eichel's a generational player. Is uh, the Duncan Key thing almost a, like where there's smoke, there's fire, clearing that cap out? I, I think that's a, a totally separate issue, right. though. Um, I think they're going to be a major player for Dougie Hamilton. And I think on the back end, you know, they were asking Keith to still play 18, 20, 22, 24 minutes a game. That's not his game anymore. And I think with all the young defensive players they have, if it's if it's uh, Bowden or, or Boquist um, or, uh, um, you know, just they have a lot of young defensive players. What are they drafting? Mitchell, they draft 11th. 11th. Right. Um, I, I think Doc would have to be in it. I think you, you look at somebody potentially like a, a Boquist or a, a Ian Mitchell. Um, and the 11th pick. I think, you know, if you're a Kings fan, uh, Turcotte's probably got to be in it. There's been some rumblings that the Kings don't want to part with him and, and that they're maybe not quite in it like like maybe the like the Ducks are. I I would be stunned, the, guys. I think the Kings, if he's with tra- each passing day, they're saying Byfield is untouchable. Right, yeah. Okay. I'm not. I mean, they're, they're they're all prospects. That's like the Hawks. We were saying Doc's untouchable, and he hasn't proven anything. I know. Yet. Exactly. Well, Peyton Krebs, we think he's going right. to be great. You don't know, but if it were the Kings, I'm thinking it would have to be the eighth pick of the draft: Turcotte, Velarde, Iafalo, who's from yep. Buffalo. Uh, you know, and they've got the cap space. And I think the, the, making the money work the is Ducks half the some, problem. The Ducks have some pieces as well, which I think that they they could part with, and and where they pick in the draft. I I just think there's no way that he gets traded to an Eastern Conference team. If you're Buffalo, you don't want to see this guy in your backyard yep. game at you know game after game. And we week bring this up week. because the odds are very high. You're going to see him a lot in Vegas if right. he gets shipped yep. out this yep. way. I mean. I, 
I've heard Vegas being in it, but for that to work, I mean, we've already seen, you know, I, I love Flurry, and, and you know, for me, I, I, this is the heart and soul of that team, and it's a shame they haven't won a cup yet, but I, I, don't, I don't see how they go into next season with close to $14 million in goalie salaries, and, you know, to bring in a guy like Eichel, and you already have locked up now uh, Pertangelo, Stone for years past their kind of hockey prime years. Eichel's still on his rookie deal. He's going to need a big deal as well. You know, you're going to have to look at moving guys potentially like Marsha Shaw and Carlson and Tuck and, and Riley Smith if that happens. And do you run the risk of becoming Toronto? where you're so top-heavy that we saw what they went through with the cap on a nightly basis, having to send guys down and bring no guys defense. up. And send, right. No goalies. So I worry about that a little bit. Um, but Ken Bulky, I, I, I still think Kings Ducks are the, are the two most logical candidates. Ken Bulky was on Vegas Hockey Island with us yesterday. At, I, I'm with you. I just don't see any way, shape, or form, especially after the last two years, it ends the same way, you can go to battle with $12 million worth of goaltenders. Ken Bolke brought up a thing yesterday that, okay, I mean, if, I mean, if, and all this stuff's if, that maybe it does continue and that Vegas would extend Flurry and Flurry really wants to stay here and takes a significant haircut and they survive one more year of this and then after that, if Flurry came, came way down, but that's a big if. You, you, I mean, it sounds good, but I, I just the, I don't. The you only, need goal scoring, right? The only catch is with with Eichel is that the Knights have clearly shown that they are big name hunters in the. Can't help themselves, right? And, and I mean, if if it's bringing over Patangelo or I think Reinhardt's more or, or, a better fit or Stone. I'm sorry, Hooby. I think Sam Reinhardt. Yeah, right. Is really good on the power play net it front. It might be present. a package deal. Well, well I, I mean, honestly. I mean, I could see Reinhardt and Ristolainen be in a package deal I mean, wherever they go. The Knights have already traded their number two pick um, with, the, with the deal with the Blackhawks at the trade deadline. The number one pick is going to be at the end of round one. They're literally going to have to part with, you know, uh, you know, you, you want to say it's not going to be a Shea Theodore. We know it's not going to be some of the big name, you know, guys who have no, no trade clauses. So, I mean, you think about guys like Tuck. And, and Riley Smith and and Krebs and and some of the young players they have, um, I, I just don't know if it works for them or not. Um, but you're right; they can't help themselves. Oh. they make a big splash every year. But B, you and I talked about it. Our fan base, and I, I don't want this to be to come out wrong, but we're spoiled. Mm-hmm. They've been in the league for four years. They they went to the Cup in their inaugural season. They've been in the in the version of the conference finals. I know it was different this year. Three of those four years. Be a Sabres fan, right? I was a Hawks fan for, you know. But you as a, as a Blackhawks fan. It took for, they had one in 50 years. Right, but sing the cautionary tale as a Blackhawks fan. You wouldn't trade any of that. As right? I always, what do I say? Flags fly forever. Bingo. But think of the Golden Knights. 80% of that team is in their early 30s. This is not a young team. No. At some point, you got to develop yep. your own guys. Yeah, you can keep going, getting free agents, but to get it to mesh together. But the cautionary tale is you won those cups, but you've been paying for it for we years. Have. And in their case, they really didn't go big-name hunting the Hawks. It was players they developed. They had to get rid of a Dustin Bufflin, an Andrew Shaw, or a, a Shaw, a, oh, a yeah. Ladd. You a, lost guys. Panarin. Uh, sod. They had to make those moves could because you imagine, they were up against could, it with the cap. Could you imagine if they could have kept Bufflin and Panarin? Oh. You know what I mean? There's no question. Five minutes after you won the cup, a, you had to get rid of Bufflin. Yeah. Not only that, you think about it, they actually won the cup with a very young goaltender, their first cup, mm-hmm. Antti Niemi. Mm-hmm. They had to let him go because he went to arbitration. And the arbitrator ruled in his favor for a high deal. Now, they had a young goaltender in Corey Crawford. They had two young goaltenders, Nemi and Crawford. And, you know, they liked both. But Nemi had just won a cup as a 20, I think, six-year-old goaltender. And you had to let him go along with Bufflin and, and, and Ladd. You let some big-name guys go, you know, very early in their, in their career because of the way it was structured. Um, so, again, if the Knights can win it, Everything kind of gets changed because those flags do fly forever. And when they first came into the league, what did they say? 
we want to be a playoff team by year five. Well, year five is what's coming up next season, and they are a perennial favorite to win the cup every year now. When you and you think about this organization, the first year, a third of that team was going to get traded at the deadline for assets as an expansion. Right. They kept Neil. They kept Spiza. UFAs that ended up walking. I mean, because you went for it. So when you go for it, okay, you weigh, you weigh the short-term reward and the long-term risk. And then the year after that, hey, you're going for it? Well, here's the irony of all ironies. Suzuki not only beat you, uh, but Montreal's got him for 10 years. One of the best young players in the league. I mean, uh-huh. You look at what they have now as the core with Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. I mean, ugh, this kid is phenomenal. I mean, it, you know, to go to one of the original six and be an American kid, you know, and playing in Montreal, I mean, they, they have to love this kid. His energy, I loved him in the press conference when he, you know, he shot, a, he shot something across the bow, you know, when they were coming at him. And, you know, for a young kid, they have a great young nucleus of Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. And uh, it's been really impressive watching those guys play. Stevie, I hear music. Uh, my bad. One uh, minute. Okay. One minute too early. I, I That's was on me. Say, I thought it was Chelsea Dagger. I, I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm like Chuck's really interesting. I mean, don't don't shut now, him up. Now Tom. you know why I was so bad in math. <laughs> I just want to make sure I wasn't losing my marbles. Well, I think both are in play. My math and your marbles. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of it uh, that way. Thanks for the entertainment, boys. The bottom line is, <laughs> Chuck, Seattle coming in this off season in hockey. And we're all passionate hockey nuts. This is going to be a wild three weeks coming up. Well, around the league. I think the interesting part is is that you know everybody wants the um, they want that playbook, that blueprint of what Vegas used. You know, like don't take don't take Dumba and we'll give you this, and don't take this player and we'll give you this. Who's going to take that bait again? I mean, Vegas. I mean, they really. I mean, hats off to that group yeah. of what they did. Um, you know, McPhee and, 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 and Foley and the entire executive group of, of the Knights. What they did was phenomenal. But I, I just don't know if that happens again. I mean, there's going to be something to that. And the Kraken can actually contact free agents right now and start making deals. Oh, game on. So, no I mean, doubt. It'll be interesting, I mean, to see how it all unfolds for them. But, man, that Vegas blueprint is something every expansion team will want moving forward. All right, listen. Happy birthday to Stations Casinos, 45 years strong. The holiday weekend, there'll be fireworks all around the valley. You guys always put on a great show. Yeah, That'll be at Red Rock in, yeah. in Green Valley on the 4th. Um, I think it's at 9 o'clock. Great fireworks display. We had the one at Palace last night. Um, so a lot of cool stuff going on, guys. Buddy, thank you. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday weekend. And we thank Stevie back in studios for Chuck Esposito. I'm Brian Blessing. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Thanks for joining us on Sportsbook Radio. Vegas Hockey Helen coming up next with Dave Shane from the RJs.